Buenos dias, Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Spain update from Thursday, the 20th of May. We'll let you know what's happening in Spain for the week, every single week. Over 5,000 undocumented migrants reached Ceuta, the Spanish city, that borders Morocco, on Monday, the 17th of May. It was a record number of arrivals in one day. Local officials say that the migrants either swam around the border fences or walked across at low tide. Among them were 1,500 miners. The arrivals are due to the tense relationship between Morocco and Spain over the Western Sahara Territory. This was further fueled by the fact that Brahim Ghali, the leader of the Polisario Front, which fights for the independence of Western Sahara from Morocco, received medical treatment in Spain under a false identity during April of this year. More than 5,000 people have already been returned to Morocco. The local authorities worry that this trend will continue. They ask for help from the government. The president of the city, Juan Jesus Vivas, stressed the need to reestablish normality in the area, even if it means doing so forcefully. The Spanish government has deployed troops to Ceuta to patrol the border with Morocco. At the same time, the prime minister, Pedro Sanchez, gave out a statement on Tuesday, the 18th of May, in which he said he would defend the territorial integrity of Spain by any means necessary. The Moroccan government remained silent until Thursday, the 20th of May, when they succumbed to the pressure imposed by the Spanish government and the EU. They have reinstated border control measures after various videos posted on the internet showed the Moroccan gendarmes go through the crowd with their sirens on, but without intervening at any time. After nearly three months of deadlock, two major Catalan pro-independence parties formed a coalition government on Monday, the 17th of May. The Catalan Republican Left, or ERC, and Together for Catalonia will repeat their coalition for the last legislature. This time, ERC is a senior partner with its leading candidate, Per Aragonés. Aragonés should now have enough votes to be elected the next president of this wealthy region. Jordi Sanchez, who was imprisoned back in 2019 for alleged sedition in 2017 when he helped organize protests and elections for what ended up being Catalonia's failed bid for succession, gave a speech on the deal between the two parties. He stated that the new government would continue to make progress to make self-determination viable. A region of about 7.8 million people with its own distinct Romance language Catalonia remains deeply divided over the issue of independence. Several thousand people marched through Madrid to show support for the Palestinian people after six days of conflict with Israel. Participants voiced their demands to stop the violence after bomb attacks in Gaza have resulted in the deaths of 115 Palestinians so far, including many children. Coinciding with the march, but at another point in the capital, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, European Union, and Cooperation Maria Aranzazu González Laya, popularly known as Arancha, defended the need to promote dialogue and negotiation in foreign policy as a model of conflict management. 6,500 Spaniards are currently in Israel. The Spanish Ministry of Foreign Affairs, EU, and Cooperation has published a recommendation on its website to these residents and tourists to avoid the areas most exposed to the conflict between Israelis and Palestinians and be informed about the nearest shelters. Pedro Sanchez announced at the opening of the 4th Ibero-American Congress of the Ibero-American Business Alliance Council held on Monday the 17th of May 
that the mass vaccination for people under the age of 50 will begin in June. The group between the ages 40 and 49 will receive the Moderna or Pfizer vaccines. Sanchez confirmed again that Spain would start to use the digital green certificate, otherwise known as the COVID-19 passport, before July. Following Sanchez's announcement regarding vaccination, the Combivac study published its results on combining vaccines from two different manufacturers. On Tuesday, the 18th of May, this Spanish study revealed its findings and concluded that the administration of the Pfizer vaccine after a person has already received their first shot with AstraZeneca is safe and effective. These positive results could be the solution the health authorities have been waiting for after deliberating over what to do with those who have received the first dose with AstraZeneca before the vaccine was declared unsafe for people under 60. The Spanish weather agency, IAMET, presented on Friday the 14th their executive report on the state of climate change in Spain in 2020. Their report concluded that although the COVID-19 lockdown led to a significant decline in business activity and travel, greenhouse gas concentrations continued to rise in 2020. The average temperature in the country was 1.7 degrees Celsius higher than the average in pre-industrial times between 1850 and 1900. IMF's report indicates that, based on its model, the global temperature will rise 5 degrees centigrade above pre-industrial levels by the end of the century if greenhouse gas emissions continue at current rates. Spain had three heat waves in the summer of 2020, one of which lasted nine days, making it the longest heat wave recorded since 1975. Due to all these weather changes, Spain is considered one of the danger zones for climate change. Some of us are still a little puzzled over Spain's decision to keep the use of face masks mandatory, even outdoors, after the state of emergency ended. In case you want to read why this is so, and about legal background of such a decision, you can head out to the website called The Local ES and find an article named Reader Question, Why Are Masks Still Compulsory in Spain if the State of Alarm is Over? Link to the article is in the show description. Elon Musk, founder of Tesla and SpaceX, is trying to bring satellite internet to rural parts of Spain. His company Starlink has placed satellites into low orbit to provide high-speed internet connections worldwide, but especially in remote areas with very little or no internet access. Starlink is now expanding into the EU after its beta service is already operating in Canada and the U.S. You can already book the service for €499 plus shipping, while the monthly fee will be €99. Rotterdam in the Netherlands is hosting the grand finale of Eurovision, the European Song Contest, this Saturday, 22nd of May. The contestants have been there for over a week, rehearsing and adhering to strict COVID-19 restrictions. Spain is competing with a song called Voy a Quedarme, performed by Blas Canto. Polls have not been particularly favorable for Canto, as he shares last place with the performers from Georgia and Estonia. Great news for sports fans out there. Last week, on Wednesday, the 12th of May, the Spanish sports minister announced that areas with low numbers of COVID-19 cases would be allowed to host sports events with live audiences. This will currently allow the Baleares, Valencia, and Galicia, and only for La Liga football and ABC basketball matches, the maximum capacity of stadiums will be 30%. Olvera, a little town in the province of Cadiz, won the title of the Capital of Rural Tourism in 2021. Conditions for the competition 
held on the Escapada Rural platform were that the town or village had less than 10,000 inhabitants, quality rural tourism, and had not competed in the previous editions. This picturesque town won against 247 other locations in Spain. One lucky winner took home 2.4 million euros this week after correctly guessing all six numbers. One person won this extravagant amount on Bonoloto, the Spanish lottery, on Monday the 17th of May. The winning ticket was validated in Loterías de Pollo in the city of Ponteverda. Here's a useful little Spain factoid. Did you know that in Spain, yard sales are not allowed? According to the Communications Department of Madrid City Hall, yard sales violate the city's ordinance that regulates street hawking. You got some old treasures you want to donate or sell? The best thing to do is through street markets, newspapers, Facebook Marketplace, or occasional single-use markets. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We want to know about what you love about living in Spain, what drives you crazy about it, other Spanish-related stuff you'd like us to know or want us to mention in future editions. You can write us a review on your preferred podcast platform or send us an email at podcast at rorschach.com. Gracias. Gracias.